0: You can always experiment, you can always try new things, but start to solidify and codify your stable base. What are the things that are reliable? What are the tools that you can lean on or the processes that can be put in place? And if you're doing low six figures, if you haven't already done all three of these things, you're very ready.
1: Welcome to the Influence by Design podcast. I'm Samantha Riley, authority positioning strategist for coaches and experts. If you're ready to build a business that gives you more than just a caffeine addiction and you dream of making more money, having more time and having the freedom to be living your best life, then you're in the right place. It's time to level up. Welcome to today's episode of Influence by Design. I'm your host, Samantha Riley, and today we're going to talk about how you can take your coaching business to the next level. So if you're sitting in that really annoying spot where you are stuck and you want to grow and increase your income then today's episode is for you and I've invited Esty Star who is really has a very special talent she can grow your skill or profession into a profitable business she's the founder and owner of both Strand Consulting and the Better Business School and she specializes in organic marketing strategies for micro business owners to help them earn more with less headaches so who doesn't want that Actually, you know what? Let's just dive in. Welcome to the show, SD. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. I was going to go on and say something else and I thought, no, let's just jump in because you and I had a fantastic conversation last week and I know that this is going to go in all sorts of directions or could go in all sorts of directions and it's going to be super valuable. So I don't want to waste any more time. Let's start off with Next level. I mean, a lot of people talk about we're going to help people get to the next level. What is next level for you? How would you describe next level?
0: Next level, again, for me is different than anybody else. Next is whatever is next for you. Mm -hmm. But I would say across the board, next level for everyone always includes more of something, usually multiple things. Typically, money, freedom, impact, right? That mm-hmm. trifecta is usually when people say, I want to get to the next level, I want to get to the next level. They mean a next level in income, impact, and freedom.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you're right. It is very different for everyone. And the reason I wanted to start there is because I've spoken with people that say, you know, I don't really want to build this, like, you know, multi seven figure empire. I just want to make sure I've got more time. So You know, it is different for everyone and I kind of explain it like a mixing desk. You know, with all the little knobs, I come from a dance background, so that was normal for me all day, every day to be on a mixing desk out the back. But that's what it's like. If you imagine you've got like one little knob on income, one on time or freedom and one on impact, you can switch them up for where you want it to be.
0: You can and you could turn them all up at the same time, but few people Mm. know how to do that.
1: Mm. and Most people think you have to
0: trade them off (laughs) They're not trade-offs.
1: Yes. Oh, it's my only goodness. only a trade-off if
0: you think they are. They're I not. I love
1: that you said that because they don't have to be.
0: No, absolutely do not have to be.
1: Let's start because we're going to go in all sorts of different areas. I want to talk first about really standing out because for anyone that is stuck, there are a lot of things going on. But one of the things is we need to be able to stand out more because obviously to make sales, more people need to know who we are. I mean, there is a lot more to it than that, but how can we really up level our standing out? And I'm putting that in air quotes. Yeah,
0: so here's the thing about standing out. You have a very few humans on a planet of billions who stand out to the planet. Mm -hmm. And your average person and your average small business owner, your average coach is not interested And being Oprah, like it'd be cute, Mm -hmm. but they're not actually interested. (laughs) They're not trying to be a world renowned celebrity Mm -hmm. when they say they want to stand out. What they mean is I want to stand out to my prospective clients so that they buy from me. Mm -hmm. You got to finish the sentence. It's important. People don't want to just stand on a street corner and put on a big purple wig and three inch stilettos and start doing jumping jacks. You will stand out. Mm -hmm. People will not miss
1: you. Okay.
0: That's not what they mean. What they mean is how do I stand out in my industry to my audience? So that, so that. English is my first language, by the way. <laughs> so, <yeah>. okay, bye.
2: <laughs> Just yeah, sometimes I totally. try to say three
0: things at the same time, and then I speak gibberish. And to do that, it is a matter of tuning into what is unique about you, that your audience wants from you, that is different than what else is out there.
2: Mm-hmm. It's
0: finding that connector point mm-hmm. between you and the audience. You know, in the business school and with my clients. When we teach our marketing program i have a graphic organizer i created in the general shape of a flower and i i spent i'm doing this for 15 years 12 and a half thousand hours coaching small business owners so you know it's been a minute clearly i started when i was 15. <laughs> clearly of course of course i did and there was a moment probably seven eight years ago where i was really struggling to explain to my clients the difference between marketing and branding and was like branding, marketing, same thing, not same thing, not same thing. And I created a graphic organizer to try to get the concept across. There's so much confusion in small business and for small business owners on what needs to be done and what everything means. And so branding is your seed. It's actually underground. It's the essence of who you are. It's the essence of what you're about. It's what's unique about you, right? It's your unique DNA, you know, and I am very spiritual, come from a fundamentalist religious background. And I believe that we are all here as a unique imprint, never before, never will be again, with unique expression. That's why we all look different. We have mm. unique fingerprint. like this is a real thing. And no small business is the same as another either for that reason, when they are that sole expression, when it's coming from you and in the coaching field, that's exactly what's happening, right? You're bearing on your entire life experience, history, interests, desires, and passion to help another get to where they want to go. That's what it means to be a coach. I'm a certified professional coach for 15 years. So that's how I see it. And you find that unique thing about you. And then you have the center of the flower. That's your audience. Those are your best people. The Mm -hmm. stem, that connector, that's the messaging that helps you stand out. Mm -hmm. That's the piece, the thing that connects you to your people. Now, whether your messaging is presented visually, auditorily, whether it's spoken word or Facebook ads or conversations at a trade show or meeting someone in an elevator, giving them a pitch. It doesn't matter. It's what are you communicating to your people? And then obviously getting that communication in front of them in the right way that they want to buy from you different than anyone else in your industry. Mm-hmm. That's actually how you stand out. Mm-hmm. Everything else is decoration.
1: Mm-hmm. I know that you and I help people to stand out. What do you see as the, I guess, the piece that holds people back from really diving deep into who that is, because a lot of people are afraid to take that little extra step to chip that last little piece off the diamond. Yeah,
0: I'll say, you know, I find with people that focusing very often is very scary. They want to be everything for everyone. I can help anybody. I can help Mm -hmm. all these different people. I don't want to narrow Mm -hmm. it down. They're afraid that they're going to lose out by narrowing down, but it's the opposite. Mm -hmm. One of my, I have a few taglines. I've been doing this for a long time, but one is never waste money on marketing again. Mm -hmm. That's very specific. And it's a promise that I keep very well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You learn with me. You work with me. You will never waste money on marketing again. You will understand how this thing works so that you are always earning or learning. You're never spending more. Then you're going to earn, unless you're doing it purposely to try to learn a lesson. Uh huh. <laughs> unless you feel like it, we don't play marketing slot machines. Right? We understand. No, <laughs> so that's what most people play. Yeah, they put in money. Ching! Oh my gosh, money came out. Great! They do it again. No money. Again, no money. And they're like, "All right, how many times do I have to do this for money to come out again?" They have no idea. They don't know why it worked the first time. They don't know how to make it work again. They just yeah, marketing slot machines. That's all it is. Some people like to gamble and cool, that's your fun. Okay. Everyone can do what they want with their money.
1: <laughs> it's Absolutely. That's not, not how you
0: run a business. And that's not how you build a stable, reliable, profitable business either. Yeah. That's how you gamble. So
1: it's that let's go in, like dive into that little, you know, that last little bit for people that are listening that are like, well, we've played that game before. What is it that they need to do or what can you do to help them right now to to think about or start that process of like really honing in on what that message is.
0: So I'll give you a super, super shortcut. And the super shortcut is what is the 2am problem of your audience in their own words. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people are afraid to do this because again, they're afraid to focus Mm -hmm. on any one group because they're afraid they're going to lose out on the other clients.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: But when you find your best targets your best avatar your best customer or clients 2 a.m problem and you can state it in their own words that was where the tagline for our marketing magic program came from never waste money on marketing again four years ago maybe five early 2019 so four and a half years ago so when we started this program hundreds of people have done it it's amazing Mm -hmm. and I remember sitting I was trying to. I'm like but what what is the thing right because I follow my own strategic procedure in our business. So I was sitting uh-huh. trying to find a the 2am problem of my people for this program. I'm like, oh my gosh, they're wasting money on marketing and they can't figure it out. Mm-hmm. They're throwing spaghetti at the wall, hoping it sticks. They can't figure it out. They're tired of wasting money. They want this to work. They need it to work. And they just want a clear path. What are the steps I need to take to make this work reliably mm-hmm. without any extras? That's it. Mm-hmm. That's the language. Mm-hmm. Now, am I gonna lose people? who do understand marketing, you'd be surprised. Not necessarily. I've had quite a lot of marketers go through the program. Yeah. I've had people who are successful, who want to understand marketing better, but I'm aiming at my center. Mm -hmm. I'm aiming at my people. And so if you're trying to find your messaging, this is your shortcut. Pick your best client, your best five clients, your best 10 clients, not more than 10. Ideally it's five. Who are your favorite people? Now, Our best clients are the people who can pay money. Otherwise, they Mm -hmm. might be people we love, but they're not our best clients because Mm -hmm. clients pay money. That's how business works. They can pay us. They need our help, and we've helped them the best, and they love telling people to come to us. These are our Mm -hmm. best clients if you want to build a stable, reliable, self-sustaining business that you don't constantly have to throw money at to get Mm -hmm. it to work and grow. Mm Mm-hmm. And you think about these people and what was the problem they had when they came to you? What was the thing that had them choose you over anybody else, right? If you're a coach and you've been in the business for a couple of years, you have these people who are they? What are the common threads? And if you can't see it, listen, I've had a business coach all my years. I am a business coach. This is what I do all day, every day. And I have always had my own coach Get mm-hmm. another coach, maybe to help you see it. I have a woman in my program. Now she herself is a coach has an incredible life skills program. And uh, she also has had a very hard time narrowing in her target. Right? She's like, I teach life skills. I help people with confidence, right? We all mm-hmm. we all know mm-hmm. this person, right? She's 10 million yeah. people that we all know. And this is a real story though, but she could be so many people. And uh, I said, okay, just give me your your top five. Give me your top five. She gives me your top five and all of them to me, there was a clear common thread. we I had a career transition, all of them. But she was giving to me in different ways. Well, this one came and here's the story. And this one came and here's the story. To her, they were all completely different stories. To me, it was like, boom, career transition, right in my face. And she's like, yeah, but there's all these other different people. That's not all it is. And so I said, okay, fine. Go deeper. Find me more reasons. Give me the top 10 reasons people come. And of the top 10 reasons, eight or related to career, more money, more success, more fulfillment at work, new job. I was like, honey, bunches of votes. Okay. I just want to show you that of your 10 things that you think are different, eight are related to career transition. Yeah. <laughs> is your thing. You don't even see it. Sometimes you need someone else to help you see it. Sometimes you can see it yourself. Find your thing. You have a thing. Believe me, you have a thing. Believe mm. me, you have a thing. We all do. We all have a thing. And when you start to hone in on that, you will not lose. You will only gain. It will become easier. And I find the other reason that some people are afraid to do this. I've had many clients like this. I myself have experienced this. You're afraid you're going to get bored.
1: Mm -hmm. Oh, my goodness. I hear that all the time. Yeah. I don't want to do just this thing. I want
0: to do other things. Don't worry, honey. You'll do other things.
2: You'll yes. do other
0: things. Other things will come. The grocery store that brings you in for the sale item also sells 750 billion other items. They're bringing yeah. you in on this item. Once you're there, you get all the other stuff too.
1: Mm-hmm. This is the thing you
0: bring people in on. Your messaging is not the end of your delivery. It's the beginning. That's
1: exactly what I was about to say. I think people yeah. get really confused with the messaging and the delivery because that is something I hear all the time You know about I'm afraid I'm gonna get bored. But this is where we really need to understand this. And I'm gonna say it again, the messaging isn't the delivery. The messaging is needs to be super honed in. And it is something that very often I've noticed that someone else does need to help you with because you're so in the weeds that you can't see it. Exactly like the story that you told then. I actually had a client last week that reached out to her ideal clients on Instagram actually I said that wrong they're not clients yet there are people that she wants to work with ideal prospects and ask them some questions and the gold that she got from them was fabulous not only did she get what she needed to find out what those 2am problems are but she now also has a relationship with these people so you know if you can't figure it out either get someone another coach to help you or go and ask them Asking your people is also great if you have the people to ask. Again, previous
0: clients, what is it that made you choose me? Mm. There are so many coaches. Why did you choose me? Mm -hmm. You get that answer four, five, 10, 15 times, you will find the patterns or someone can help you find them.
1: Yeah, totally, totally. All right, so now we understand about standing out with the messaging. Now let's talk about organic marketing or the best marketing strategies? And I guess I said organic marketing first because you do talk a lot about organic marketing. What are some of the best strategies that are working right now when people are using really good messaging?
0: I would say it depends on you and your audience. Mm-hmm. So there are so many options now for small business. 20, 30 years ago, you didn't have nearly as many options. Right? Mm, totally. You had print advertising, Outdoor media, mass media was completely unaffordable. Right? Mm-hmm. You wouldn't have, you had no small businesses. Maybe local, they could do a little commercial or something. But you basically just had, you know, print maybe a little bit of outdoor if you really had a big budget. Trade shows. a yellow
1: pages advertisement. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, like you didn't have now. Oh my gosh, you have everything open to, you, and that's I think what makes it so confusing. It's so hard to figure out which things to do. Small business owners feel pressure to do all the things you can't. No one can do all the things. The biggest mm-hmm. companies aren't doing all mm-hmm. the things. They're doing mm-hmm. a lot of the things they mm-hmm. are. And so for a small business owner, I always say you have to focus from your place of strength and I call them Swan strengths, S W O N mm-hmm. every business owner I've ever worked with hundreds one-on-one and has at least one of these as a primary. And then they could have the other one secondary or, or as well, you might have all four. We are multifaceted, but you always have at least one as a primary. And SWAN is an acronym that stands for speaking, writing, one-on-one, and networking. Mm -hmm. Some people love to talk. They're really good talkers. They're big tent people. Mm -hmm. So for a talker, social media video, yeah, is really good. Getting on stages, being on podcasts, you're a talker. Talk, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. find opportunities to speak, webinars, summits in-person events now that the world opens again Mm -hmm. these are all great options for a speaker if you are a writer write it's that simple do not feel but i hate talking someone said i have to do podcasts you do not have to do podcasts okay Mm. you don't like to talk don't talk you do not have to write and by the way social media is a great place for writers too they have a completely different type of social media presence Mm -hmm. they will excel in different places each social media platform is its own party. You choose social media based on two things, where your audience is and who you are
2: mm-hmm. and what you're
0: selling. And it's still true that your average writer will be more successful on LinkedIn or Facebook than they would on Instagram. And they will not do squat on TikTok.
1: Yeah. You know? totally.
0: So every platform is different. You choose your platform based on your strength and where your people are and where they're looking for what you're selling. So a lot of people that cross over, where mm-hmm. are your people? Where are they looking for you? Where mm-hmm. are they hang out? LinkedIn is B2B. Mm you have a handful of people on LinkedIn who can like sell art. Yeah. But that's not, that's not where the hairdressers go to hang out. Totally. <laughs> you know, it's not where the jewelry designers go to hang out. It's not made as a visual platform. It's decent. B2B. Instagram is made for pretty pictures. That's what it's all about. That's literally what it was created for. Facebook mm-hmm. is a hangout reunion. I have a, a, an entire class on this called social media magic that teaches you how to leverage every social media platform organically for clients and customers, if you're a writer, write. You can write for other blogs, not your own blogs, not 1994. No one's finding it. You're not one of 15 blogs on the internet. No one's finding your blog. You write for another blog. You write for another periodical. You write for, you can do email marketing if you're a writer. Now, again, if you have seven people on your email list, that's not going to do it. But you can do guest email posts. You can do email blasts. You're a writer, right? Or right. Mm-hmm. One-on-one people usually in the hardest time. So I'm going to come back to them. The N is for networkers. Networkers, network. I know you're like, oh my gosh, SD, master of the obvious. We should get you a cake. Don't worry. I have one. <laughs> networkers should network. Get out there. Go to networking events, in person, online, work a room, talk to everybody. Like you're a networker. Network. By the way, podcasting, some people use it as a networking strategy, not Mm -hmm. as a speaking strategy. There are many people who do podcasting as a networking strategy. So each and some people use social media as a networking strategy. They hang out almost exclusively in the DMs. They almost never in the feed. It's not just the medium. It's how you leverage each medium. You have so many opportunities. Yeah. Go hang out at a community event. Work the room. You're a networker. Network. Now, one-on-one people always say, but I'm, I don't really love speaking. I don't like getting on stages. I'm not a great writer and I hate networking. I don't want to work the room. What about me? Yeah. Yeah. I got an answer for you. You're one-on-one, you're a deep relationship person. You do deep connection with people. You have people in your life, in your world who love you, who want you to succeed. Reach out to them and through them who they can connect you to. Mm -hmm. Now, sometimes one-on-one people can use a podcast strategy, sometimes when they do it in a one-on-one way, but most often my one-on-one people are most successful when they reach out to their world, because one-on-one people have deep relationships, they Mm do, and I will tell you every single time, every time I've had a client or a student who said to me, but I don't have anyone, and I've said, just think about it, just think every time, the stories are insane, okay, a person who worked in education, who is trying to you know, get big in the school systems and is like, oh, you know, my mom works for the Board of Ed and for years she's been telling me she could get me out, but I keep telling her I don't want her help. Is that what you mean, Esty? Uh-huh, uh, that's what I mean. Yeah, that, that's exactly what I mean. A woman who says to me, oh, but I have this friend who has a few hundred thousand followers on Instagram and she keeps telling me she wants to do a live with me and post about me and share with her audience, but I keep telling her I have to make my own Instagram. Is that what you mean, Esty? That's what I mean. (laughs) You're a one-on-one person use your one-on-one world. And then you will find your next one-on-one and your next deep connection and your next close relationship. you will leverage that. And a lot of your close relationships are with other speakers, writers, networkers. And even when they're not that other one person happens to work at the organization of the place that has the following that you need to get in front of Mm. every time, because there's always a way it's built in for you. It's there. Mm, mm. You follow the thing. Love that, that for you. Love that. And you want to get in front of your bees. So this is one of our. I'm giving you like a piece of one of our classes
1: mm-hmm. in the
0: business school. And your bees stands for the body, eyes, and ears of your audience. So you're using your swan strength to reach your bees. To use your swan strength, not get in front of your bees, you will not get business. Mm-hmm. Business. <laughs> I will not them. I just made that up now. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta, I'm going to start using it though. You got to find your bees where they'd be at. That I've used them oh, before.
1: Absolutely.
0: Um, yeah. So where, where are your bees? Now I had, had a guy call me once, cannot make these stories up. I couldn't if I tried, they're too good. I had a guy call me up once. He does continuing education for geriatrics. And he says to me, he's like, I said, okay. I know if I could just get my social media working, it would be great. And it was specifically uh-huh. Facebook. This is years ago. He called me already. You know, if I could get Facebook working, it would be perfect. I was like, okay, so continuing education for geriatrics, do you focus on their children to get like grandma or grandpa in, right? Or the or the daughters and sons? He's like, no. I was like, do you focus on, you know, people who are in assisted living facilities trying to get programs in there? He's like, no, we specifically focus on geriatrics who are still living independently to create community and keep their minds stimulated and keep them young and alive and connected. I was like, okay, let me get this straight. Now, this is probably 10 years ago, this call. I just never forgot it. And it's still so relevant today. Uh-huh. So, this is septuagenarians 10 years ago. These are today's 80 year olds. Okay. And the guys, I said to him, okay, so one second. You tell me you're targeting 70 year olds, today's 80 year olds, who are living on their own and you want to get them through Facebook? He's like, yeah. I'm like, are they on Facebook? He's like, I don't know. I'm not. Ah. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I make it up. It's just true. He had no idea. He was just listening to everyone saying things. Mm. We gave him a strategy of just local ads, right? Hanging up signs in community centers, postcards sent to the right addresses. He's great. <laughs> get in front of your bees where they are. Do not target yeah. great grandpa on TikToks. There's yep. like
1: three of them there. <laughs> You're not going to get them yeah i want to go back to something that you said so quickly and you skipped over it so quickly and i want to go back you were talking about it specifically when you said writing and you know you've only got seven people on your email list that's not going to do it but i wanted to go back and mention that if you do only have seven people on your email list or if you only have one podcast or you know at the moment you've only been to one networking event start there And don't think, oh my goodness, I can't email yet because my list size isn't big enough or I can't go and network at a bigger event because my business isn't big enough. Like you're talking about go to where your clients are at, but I'm also saying market where you're at and go now, like don't hold yourself back because I do see a lot of people that aren't emailing their list regularly because they've got a small list. But at what point does that list get bigger? Like we still need to look after that one person that's on your email list doesn't know that they're the only one. They still want to get those emails and that regular communication from you.
0: You start from wherever you are. That's for sure true. And you start from where you are, again, according to what's easiest for you, not what's hardest, what makes the most sense, not what's most confusing. Hmm. And sending an email to seven people, again, you just use Gmail and BCC. It's super easy. Mm. Uh, but if you want to grow it, set your minimum target. Say, okay, I'm growing my list to 100, and when it's 100, I'm going to start doing weekly or monthly emails. Go, start growing it. How are you going to get people on it? Well, what's your swan strength? Where are your bees? What are you going to give them to put them on your list? What are you going to trade them for their email? Because it's a trade. People will give you their email if you're going to trade them something for it. What's your trade? Once upon a time, we had white papers. One's got lead magnets, free offers, blah, blah, blah. What are you trading? Could be anything. You know, I had, when I started my email list, I started with a thousand people, but that's because I was speaking for a few years before I ever started my email list. And every time I gave a, a workshop or a lecture or a seminar or a summit or anything, I would pass around the clipboard. We're going back mm-hmm. like 12, 15 years now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it has been a minute. Pass around the clipboard, And, uh, you know, in the beginning, I didn't even have printed pages. I would just take a pen and make like lines and just write
1: like Uh name,
0: phone, email, business industry or business name. And in my lecture, I would always tell people, I will give you the lecture notes or the slides or whatever it was at the time. If you want them, just put your email on the clipboard and I'll mail it out to you. And I did every time. And so by the time I started my email list, I had a thousand people on it because Mm -hmm. I had traded something of value for those emails all throughout the process. A lot of people will get emails. They'll just lose them or they won't even try to gather them to begin with. Mm -hmm. Those contacts are important. Get them, save them. Mm,
1: mm, mm. But also converse with them. Like it's really important. Yes. No, it's a
0: real conversation. I don't ever, my list will tell you if you ask them, I have real conversations with them. I never just send things out of nowhere. And I, I will always explain what I'm doing. So I regularly send out a weekly email every week ish. I miss some weeks. It's not, I don't ever promise. I just send out uh-huh. things usually on average about once a week. Mm-hmm. And then when I have something big coming up, I'll warn them. Be like, Hey, I've got a big thing coming up for the next few weeks. You're going to hear from me a lot. If mm-hmm. You don't want to just unsubscribe from this little series. No problem. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. But for the next few weeks, you're going to hear from me a lot because I got a big thing happening. So it's exciting. Stay tuned. And then when I'm done with my big thing, I'll just drop off the face of the earth. I'm like, okay, big thing is done now. See you again soon. Mm -hmm. There is a conversation happening here. In my emails, I will often tell people, hit reply. Let me know what you think of this. You know, Here's a thought. What are your thoughts? Do you ever do Mm -hmm. this? Do you ever try this? I'm in conversation with a list of tens of thousands of people. Mm, mm Mm-hmm totally oh it's cool I get to converse with tens of thousands of people at the same time
1: so fun so fun now we've talked a lot about or a little bit about your swanning I love that I love to swan around that's fantastic let's talk about scaling strategies because this is where I have a foot in two different areas I'm huge into systems But I also see people bringing systems in sometimes a little bit too early and not just getting in and getting the thing done. I'm a big believer in you need to do something before you can create the system. And that creating the system without doing that will often hold you back just as much as not having the system. So I've gone around a few circles there. Talk to me about what sort of systems you see coaches needing to really get to the next level. So let's just talk about coaches that are in the low six figures? Because obviously, we didn't need different scaling strategies at different areas. But what do you see holding people back around that level?
0: And I was that person for a bunch of years, right? number of years ago, I was a coach in the low six figures for a while. And it took me, it took me a couple of years to break that ceiling, actually. I mean, before that, I was just dreaming of six figures. Yeah, in my early days, I was like, oh, six figures? I was like, how do you do that? I don't even understand. You know, I was billing out at like, oh, at $100, $150 an hour. I was like, I don't have enough hours in my in my year yes. to earn that uh-huh. much money. I couldn't even understand uh-huh. how you do it. I have five children. I was working between carpools. <laughs> like There weren't wow. enough hours in my days for me to earn six figures on my hourly rate. So in the beginning, I couldn't even figure it out. Then once I cracked it, I was like, I cracked it. Wait, but how do I get beyond this? I couldn't, and then I couldn't yeah. figure that out. Right? And then I cracked that. And so you always hit your next level. I have a great acronym for systems that I actually got from another coach many, many years ago. And a system is something that saves you stress, time, energy, and money. That -hmm. is what a system is. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: When I talk about systems, that is what I mean. It's a systematic way of doing things. Mm
2: -hmm. And I
0: believe that all systems for coaches have two components. There are the technical systems, whether they're with staff or technology solutions, that just automate and make the technical elements and aspects of your business smoother and faster to free up your time, Mm -hmm. right? So that's one part of systems. I have replaced three, four, maybe five staff positions over the years with various pieces of technology that have cost. I remember I replaced a full admin position about five years ago with a piece of technology that cost me $25 a month. I was like, that was a really good one. Now, it took me a few hours to set up, But a few hours of setup for $25 a month has saved me many tens of thousands of dollars in five years. Mm -hmm. What are the technical things in your business that you're spending a lot of time on that I can almost guarantee you don't? Those are some systems every coach in the low six figures should be putting in place. Then you have your what you might call your, your content systems. And I don't mean content necessarily as marketing content, but sure. I mean more in what you're delivering to your clients. Mm -hmm. Yeah, How can you deliver the results more reliably in a systematic way, in a way that maybe starts to remove you in some ways from the equation, right? How can you start leveraging your knowledge more and your time a little less? Mm -hmm. Whether it's an online program, doing group coaching, whether it's just having some of the work you do with your clients, Put into worksheets or homework that they do in between sessions or, you know, before I did my first online program ever, I had a bunch of snippets recorded and I used to send them to clients in between sessions. So I was like, I can't repeat myself anymore. Like here, you need to know this piece of information and this whole background and this thing, and then do this worksheet and then we'll do our session. And that was the foundation of my online group training program. Cause mm-hmm. so I was already doing that with my clients. And when you're starting to scale up and you want to earn more, work less. Because once you're at the low six figures, I mean, that's kind of just what you want to do. You want to earn more, work less, and then likely possibly have a bigger impact depending on on your personal drives. But that's what I've seen most coaches, because the coaches go into it for impact.
2: Mm-hmm. And so when you're in low totally. six figures, you're
0: like, you're already breathing. Now you just want mm-hmm. more income, less work, more impact. Yeah. These are the pieces, right? Getting rid of the the technical task, add many things. There's so many ways to do that. Just get rid of it. You need to do very little of it, honestly. And two, start to systematize your delivery. Start to figure out the things that you're doing over and over, the unique things that you've created. If you've tapped in, you know, we have our certified coaches and consultants. They use our framework and system. If you've tapped in someone else's framework and system, you already have this. Great. Right? So that's already done. But if you you're creating your own or you're doing your own thing, or maybe even in addition to something you've been certified and you've developed your own methodology on top of that, start to codify that. Mm-hmm. Start to codify it. Start to develop tools and assets on your unique contribution, your unique methodology that you can start to systematize, because that will also alleviate your work and start to allow you to scale. And lastly, start to systematize your marketing. All mm-hmm. right. Stop being haphazard. This is this is really what we're doing in everything. It's time to stop being haphazard. We don't throw spaghetti at the wall and hope it sticks now. You can always experiment. You can always try new things. But start to solidify and codify your stable base. What are the things that are reliable? What are the tools that you can lean on or the processes that can be put in place? And if you're doing low six figures, if you haven't already done all three of these things, you're very ready. Mm.
1: Yeah. I love that you're talking about systemizing marketing. It's a piece that I find that at that low six figure mark, that's what I would put in place. One of the things I would put in place first. And also the other thing is time. At low six figures, most people are maxed out on time. So I feel that they're two super important pieces. And if that's where you are now, then definitely look at those two areas and start to think, how can I do this? So I'm getting the same repeatable outcomes over and over and over, because that's what a system is. So we've talked a lot today about getting to the next level. And I know that you've got a free gift that will help people to really take that next step and build on what we've been talking about. Can you share a little bit about what that is?
0: If you go to ststar.com slash free gift, so E-S-T-I-E-S-T-A-R-R.com slash free gift, F-R-E-E-G-I-F-T, save and spelled. I always have, I'm like, should I spell that for you? I feel like, you know, it, I'll spell it anyways. So sdstar.com slash free gift. There's a three-day marketing success challenge. It's a paid program. We have it open there now temporarily for free. And there is a point, depending when you hear this podcast, that it may not be there, but there's always something cool there to help you get better, more reliable results from your marketing. So sdstar.com slash free gift. And it's a three-day marketing success challenge, giving you clarity and confidence to market yourself successfully.
1: Love it, love it, love it. Definitely go over and grab a copy of that and as put into place what we've been talking about today, about really taking your business and your brand to the next level. Estee, thank you so much for coming and sharing your goal with us today. It's been an absolute pleasure chatting with you. my pleasure to be here. Thank you so much for having me.